0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Would you be the jerk for telling your own mother, "It'll be her fault when the baby dies?" We'll get into that in a bit, but first, Am I the jerk for retiring and moving to South America like every single person in my family knew I planned to do since I was 16? I, male 55, just pulled the pin on my retirement. I put in 33 years of work and I'm done. I bought property in South America 12 years ago, and I've been building our retirement home down there. I have dual citizenship so I can own property without it being a hassle. The house was designed to be perfect for us. We have a pool, a small house for the caretaker and hardener, and 34 different fruit trees. The bathroom is up to North American standards, and the shower has grab bars and stuff already built in for when I'm old. Everything is on one level so there's no stairs. My wife helped by making suggestions to the design of the house, and by taking care of decorating it. We've been vacationing there for 8 years now and renting it out when we aren't there for some extra money. We've hosted friends and family there, both with us there and on their own. My wife has now decided that she doesn't want to live there for 7 months of the year. We have grandkids now, and she wants to be more involved in their lives. I love my kids and grandkids, and my parents who also live up here, but I'm done with winter. If I never see snow again, it'll be too soon. The house has guest rooms and flights are cheap. If they want to see me in the winter, they're all welcome to come down. Plus, I'll be back for 5 months in the summer to do some contract work. I'll see everyone then. My wife said she didn't want to go down this winter. And that is absolutely her right. I booked my flight for September, and she asked me about the expense on the credit card. I said I was leaving for the winter like i told everyone I was planning to do. This is when she said that she didn't want to go this winter actually meant she didn't want us to go this winter. I said that I was going and that I would see her in the spring unless she changed her mind and came down. Now her, my parents, and my kids are bugging me about leaving her alone for the winter. It is 100% her choice. I fully understand OP has their heart set on going here and living there and spending their time there. I don't necessarily think OP is intrinsically the jerk. That is, if they don't care about their relationships being strained by this. I mean, your marriage might just outright fall apart over this, but hey, at least you don't have to see snow, right? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not helping my brother babysit his three kids? My, 33 year old female, older brother, 40 year old male, has three kids under five. I myself have no children by choice. Him and I were never close, but he's always asking for help with the kids. Saturday was a beautiful day. My husband and I had plans to spend the day in our pool. At 10am, he calls me and asks me to come over and help with the kids for an hour or two because his wife is going to get her nails done. I declined and told him what my plans were. He has a fit, saying that I could come help him and then go home and still spend all day in the pool. Which is true, he only lives about 15 minutes from me, but honestly I just didn't want to have to spend the morning with his kids and was really not in the mood to babysit. So I again said no, hung up and had a nice day with my husband. Later that day, I got a nasty text from sister-in-law about not helping out. She was ticked she has to cancel her nail appointment. She pretty much called me an immature piece of crap for not helping. My mom thinks I could have just went over for an hour or two since it really wouldn't have messed with my plans and I had no real reason not to. Now I feel like a jerk, so I don't know. I thought I would come here. I just don't think OP can really be the jerk for not wanting to come over and babysit the kids for a few hours. Maybe you would be the jerk in a situation where she has to go to the hospital. Sure, that's an emergency, but she's just going to get her nails done. Them going to get their nails done and having a need for babysitting does not necessitate OP doing anything extra on their day that they're enjoying. Our next story is, am I the jerk for showing my pad to men? I know the title sounds weird and I'm sorry about that. Background: I, 19-year-old female, am an automobile engineering diploma student. Most of my lecturers and classmates are men. Also since it's a diploma course, there are students with ages ranging from 16 to 25, or more, I don't know. I'm one of only two girls in the entire department. I always get really bad cramps around two weeks before my period actually starts. Sometimes I get cramps and it starts like the very next day, but sometimes I'm in pain for like 2 weeks before it starts. My cycle is also extremely irregular. Context, so last week during one of our labs, I shared a Kit Kat with my classmate. A little while later another classmate asked if I had a pencil, and it turned out I dropped it somewhere else in the bag. I finally found it in the pocket where I had a pack of 6 pads. My friend heard the rustling and just went, oh you got more KitKats, really? So I just pulled the packet out and showed it to him and went, Does this look like freaking Kit Kats to you? Ro was horrified and apologized and I told him he was fine. Today while I was in lab, I wanted to go to the toilet, got permission, got there, found out I got my period, so I just walked back, got my pad and came out again. My lecturer was surprised and asked if I was alright, so I just said, Oh, I just wanted to get this, and gestures to my pad in my hand. He smiled, said okay, and I went to the toilet again. End of story. The issue? I was talking to my cousin and I mentioned both stories and I thought it was funny, but my cousin just called me a weirdo and said it was inappropriate. I don't like hiding my periods, like it's some sort of taboo, but it's not like I stood on a desk and waved my pads around, but my cousin told me that this was too far. So am I the jerk? Personally, I think it's great that OP is that comfortable with the situation to not hide away from that stuff. OP did nothing that harms anyone, and any adult in that situation should have enough maturity and wisdom to know that OP did nothing wrong. Why be shamed because you have pads? It happens. It's a part of life. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not allowing my friend to move with my and my children? I'm a 32-year-old widow to three young children. We live in a small but cute three-bedroom that's too small for us, but due to the cost of living and COVID, we ended up renting the home longer than originally expected. The house has a renovated garage-type space in the back, and about six months ago, my friend Trish asked if she could stay because she had nowhere to go with her two kids. I told her that's fine, but that I would not be renewing my lease because I'm purchasing a home. Trish has not saved up any money or gotten a job. I reminded her last week that I would start putting in offers on homes this week. We put in an offer this past Friday and found out today that I was accepted. I let Trish know that if things went well, we would be leaving in 30 to 45 days. She asked me about the house and then said that the house doesn't have a space for her and her kids, but otherwise it was perfect. I thought she was joking.
0: get your personalized plan today at noom.com real Noom user compensated to provide their story in four weeks the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week
1: individual results may vary and said that once we get settled we'll figure out something for sleepovers with the kids trish seemed totally taken off guard she said that she didn't think i was really going to move without her and that she had nowhere to go and she would be homeless she called her sister and her sister said no she can't stay because their grandmother already lives there and there's no more space trish is now freaking out and saying that we've all turned our back on her her parents don't have their own place nor do her grandparents i recommended income-based housing a job but she said she doesn't want to put her kids in a daycare she said that i have more than enough money to help her and still buy a house I work two jobs and have busted my butt to buy this house and have enough money for furniture and everything to be the way I want. I basically told her I can't help her and the lights will be out September 15th. Am I the jerk for leaving her with nowhere to go? A million percent OP is not the jerk here. OP already did way more than they ever had to do. Trish was the one without any sense of urgency. I just think if you find yourself in a situation that Trish found themselves in, normally you're going to be working overtime to try and generate some kind of income and be able to get back on your feet, right? Do you just expect to coast and live in the shed in the backyard for the rest of her life? With her kids? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not splitting the proceeds of the sale of our parents house? When my mom died back in 2018. She left me and my siblings a decent chunk of money in her house. My siblings wanted to sell the house and split the money. I wanted to keep the house. It's a unique property with a pretty big lot in the middle of the city. The house is 4-3, there's pretty awesome deck, and most importantly, not in an HOA. I had some sentimental attachment to it, but mostly I thought the house was better for my situation than a pile of cash. I asked them if I could buy them out. They were pretty excited about the idea. The house would stay in the family, and they still get their cash. We got it appraised, hired an attorney, and went through with it. My portion of the inheritance and a chunk of my own savings were enough to cover their shares. As soon as it was done, me and my then-fiancé moved in. We saved a bunch on rent, the house was paid off, location was great, we were really happy with the house. My brother burned through the cash in two years. He fancied himself an influencer. He bought a Maserati for cash, went to expensive nightclubs, vacationed in exotic places. Good for him, but the money's gone. My sister and her husband bought a really expensive boat. I guess that's better, but they did use it pretty often. My nephews love it, but from what I understand, her portion of the money is gone too. I got married and we had a son. We would host my siblings on holidays and the Christmas before COVID. I started to notice it. They were making snide comments about how much the house must be worth now. Since 2018, we had an influx of people to my city. It's growing rapidly and the price of the house essentially tripled. We've had a bunch of all-cash offers on the house when we weren't thinking of selling. But this year, we decided to move. My wife was pregnant again and we were going to relocate closer to her family. I talked to my boss and he said the place we were moving to had an office I could commute to on the days I work in the office so we put the house on the market. It sold pretty quickly and that's when the trouble started. Both of my siblings think that I owe it to them to split the profit I made because it's only fair. We were in the middle of a move and house hunting in the new place, so I didn't really have time to go on about this. Well, it's been months and they've not stopped bothering about how I cheated them out of a portion of their inheritance and I was being really selfish They point out that the process of me buying them out was pretty smooth. We didn't have any problems or hiccups. They did me a favor by not kicking up a fuss. Now they want to split the profit because it was their house too? This has become really toxic, and most of my family is on their side. My mom's sister said it would have broken her heart to see her kids fight like this, and I should split the money with my siblings. My dad's sister thinks I should buy them off, so they shut up. Am I the jerk for refusing to split the money? 100% OP is not the jerk for refusing to split that money. They used their inheritance to buy the house. God forbid that something they bought with their inheritance raised in value over time, and they sold it for a bigger profit later. If OP's brothers or other siblings took their inheritance, put it all into stocks, and then found out they were a millionaire later on, do the other siblings have any claim to that? It's the exact same thing as the house. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife it's time she went back to work? My wife has been out of work since 2018. She had a mental breakdown during her fifth year of teaching. She's been going to therapy since, and we started marriage counseling during COVID. Reason for marriage counseling was because she thought I was pushing her too hard to go back to work before her and her therapist thought she was ready. I tried to explain many times that was not my intent, but realistically speaking for me to keep up with expenses and retirement contributions, I pretty much have to take on extra shifts, which sometimes clock in over 18 hours a day, and on average I've been pulling 84 hour weeks. I've been doing this since she stopped working. We recently had a fight because I had an extremely rough week, and had the conversation again about her going back to work. She opened up with the same line she always does. We don't feel it's the right time yet. She feels I've made great progress, and if I rush it, I run the risk of losing it. The we being her and her therapist. I told her I really do not give a freak what her therapist has to say, and I'm sick of you hiding behind her words whenever this topic comes up. She started to cry, telling me she doesn't like being this way either, and I'm belittling her due to suffering from mental health issues. I replied saying I don't intend to belittle you or not take your issues seriously problem is I'm running myself ragged. And what happens if I have a mental break? Do you think I'll have the luxury of not working? No, I'll have to push through my demons. She said her therapist warned her this would happen sooner or later. I would try to manipulate her into doing something she wasn't ready to do. This is when I really lost it and just let it all out. I didn't say anything kind. I told her she insults me for thinking what I'm doing is manipulation. I told her I'm working these extra shifts so she can be home bull bullcrap playing games. I told during this entire time, you've not even made an effort to improve on certain skills. I told her she still cannot cook to save her life and that I was sick of coming home after 12 or 18 hour days just making us dinner cause her idea of making dinner is pretty much a pre-made in the oven or ordering out, among other things. That said, she stormed out of the house crying, yelling and shouting how I'm a piece of crap and rather see myself comfortable versus her getting better. So here I am. I do not feel at the core I'm wrong, and while what I said was harsh, I think it did have to be said. So Reddit, was I the jerk here? Clearly I think there's a lot of frustration going on here, and I can't blame OP when they're pulling 18 hour workdays. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I lose my mind if I regularly have to work not even full-time hours. I just know if I were an OP situation, I'd be at my wit's end too, it's just not sustainable. I would just say that in this situation, you can't force them to work. I mean, how do you find the time to even sleep? I think as a human being, you're probably physically melting at this point after 5 years. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my daughter her wedding rule is ridiculous? My daughter, 25-year-old female, is getting married to her fiancé soon. However, none of us, her family, is invited to the wedding. It's going to be a large wedding, so I'm surprised we were not invited. I wasn't surprised when she didn't invite her siblings, because their relationship is practically non-existent. However, she didn't invite either me or my husband. Her rule is that she just wants my husband, her father, to walk her down the aisle. And then he leaves. When we asked why, it's because her fiancé doesn't like us and she doesn't want to make him uncomfortable. She made it clear she wants us there, not her fiancé. I genuinely do not know why her fiancé does not like us. I'd be willing to figure out why if he would like to talk. My daughter's been with him for four years and yet we only seen him a handful of times. When we do see him, he doesn't talk to us. We initiate conversations but he either does not respond or changes his answer every visit.
0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: When we ask him how him and my daughter met, the answer is different. Ask him about himself and the answer always changes. It's not like he changed his thoughts on something after we saw him because he denies answering something different. When we asked our daughter about this, she just said it's how he acts around people he doesn't know. When my daughter told me the rule of us not getting invited, and her father could only walk her down, I told her it was ridiculous and not fair to either me or her father. I also asked her about the future. How's he going to act when they have kids? My husband told me it wasn't necessary to say, and maybe it wasn't. So, am I the jerk? So, personally, I don't think OP's the jerk, From everything OP described, as long as there isn't some secret, weird behavior or way of life that would clearly make this husband distance themselves, even if this guy was a HUGE introvert, I just cannot understand the way he's acting. I'm not a very outgoing person, I probably wouldn't be the best at a social event with my partner's family, but I couldn't imagine trying to blame being introverted or not being socially outgoing as a way to not invite my partner's parents. They deserve some kind of explanation. Our next story is, am I the jerk for threatening to kick my stepdaughter out unless she apologizes to my daughter? I, 40-year-old male, have a daughter, Nina, 12-year-old female, I also have a stepdaughter Kelly 16 year old female and me and my wife Anna have a child 6 year old female together. This is about Nina and Kelly. I've met my wife when Kelly was 5 and within a year she and Kelly moved in with me. The house we live in has been in my family for generations and passed on to me when I was really young. I've also made some renovations there, it's a 4 bedroom house with 4 bathrooms. One is downstairs and is a guest one, with 3 upstairs, one is shared between 2 rooms. So each girl has her own room in an ensuite, suite which is especially helpful with Kelly due to how long she now takes with her makeup. This has started about a month ago when Nina would come home crying due to bullying at her school. Me and Anna spend ages trying to get the school to do something and find out where the bullying comes from. It all came to a conclusion a week ago when we found out that it was Kelly who was spreading the rumors about Nina. I was furious and confronted her about it, as some rumors were based on Nina not having a mom. She died during childbirth. Kelly didn't take the confrontation very well. She accused me of favoring Nina. Nina has a slightly bigger bedroom but smaller bathroom, and Kelly wanted more space. I said I'm not going to move Nina out of her room after all these years, and Kelly has already declined to swap with us, as she doesn't want to share her bathroom with anyone, including our six-year-old. I've told Kelly that she must apologize to Nina, as some of the things she said were vile and not deserved, and told her she'll be grounded as she still behaved like Nina's friend while spreading those rumors behind her back. Kelly threw a fit and claimed Nina is a threat to her and her reputation, but I stayed firm as I don't see how a 12-year-old can be a threat to a high schooler. As Kelly started saying more vile things about Nina and our 6-year-old, I've told her that she has 48 hours to pick her belongings, and I'll be dropping her off at her dad's. She visits him every other week where she'll have to share a room in the bathroom with her other half-siblings. Kelly and Anna are both annoyed at me over this and have called me a jerk. Anna said I have no right to parent Kelly, but she's in my home and her behavior towards my daughter's is not acceptable. Edit. I might have worded it wrong. By dropping her off, I don't mean Kelly will be living at her dad's permanently. This is until she apologizes to Nina for the things she said to her and about her, and to me and Anna over what was said about our six-year-old since some of it was unnecessary, cruel, and untrue. Edit. I know it's late, but here's a small update. I've spoken to Anna about what Kelly said about Nina and our six-year-old and have also showed this post. Anna has apologized for brushing it off. She said Kelly didn't tell her most of the story and blamed others on the rumors, and she hasn't realized the extent of it. She'll be having a conversation with Kelly and Kelly's dad tomorrow, as this behavior is not acceptable or appropriate. To put it lightly she is horrified of the comments made by her about both girls and finds it vile she's also shocked that kelly made them in the first place now to address some of the comments having kelly to go and live with her father is a temporary solution and never intended to be permanent especially if she changes her ways it was more to separate her from nina and the six year old to make sure no more damages is done while we're not watching if roles were reversed and it was a nina who was at fault I would have sent her to her grandparents to sort out the next move. I've seen a lot of suggestions about therapy. Anna said she'll book it as soon as she has a chat with Kelly, as she wants to know what caused a sudden change. I'm not cutting Kelly for my will, unless she carries on displaying such anger towards her sisters. I'm not selling Taylor Swift tickets either, since it's something Kelly wanted to attend for years. However, if there's no progress, it'll be my wife and her friend going to see Taylor Swift. Nina is having a few days off from school and I'll be taking her out to the zoo and spending some father-daughter time together. I'll also ask if she feels she wants therapy to talk things through. Me and Anna will be taking our 6 year old to see some cartoons this weekend and to her favorite cafe. Nina can come too but she's usually busy at the riding school on the weekends. Yeah, I definitely think OP's not the jerk here and I think it's definitely very rich of them to say you don't have a right to parent her. I just think what OP's provided for them is more than fine. It's a lot more than a lot of people have. It's a lot more than I had as a kid. I was usually lucky enough to have my own bedroom. Wasn't very big. Shoot, still isn't that big. And growing up, I never had a personal bathroom. Honestly, I just hope OP and the rest of the family can put in the work necessary to make it all work. I hope everybody can come to gel together. Our next story is, am I the jerk for giving myself less chores than my boyfriend? My, 23-year-old female, boyfriend, 26-year-old male, recently moved in with me. Since then, we've had some disagreements about chores. He wants me to tell him when to do what. I told him that it's unfair to expect me to carry the sole responsibility of the household and to always be aware of when something needs to be done. He said it wasn't that much work. Recently, I asked him to set the table while I cooked." The table was slightly dirty with some stuff scattered around, from hosting a game night the night before, and he set the table as it was. I asked him why he didn't clear off and wipe down the table. He told me because, you didn't tell me to. I should have asked him to clear the table, wipe it down, and then set it. So it was my fault. So I made a list of set chores that always need to be done, like changing sheets, cooking dishes, cleaning the bathroom to divide them. I gave myself about 40% and him 60% of the work. He told me this was really unfair. I told him that managing everything is work too, and if he expects me to do it, it's unfair to expect me to do equal time of chores on top of it. So personally, when it comes to chores, I'm always way more game when it's 50-50. I don't know why, I don't know what it is about me, but if somebody else is doing chores, I am 100% committed to diving in and working alongside them, but it seems darn near impossible for me to go and jumpstart it myself. I agree wholeheartedly with OP though, staying on top of things and making sure they are done and remembered, that's legitimate work too. And in a partnership, to expect one person to do all of that, while you just what, turn your mind off and do what you need to do when you've gotta do it, I think that's a fair divvying of chores. This next story is, am I the jerk for taking my parasol out at a barbecue against my girlfriend's wishes? With how hot it's been in my home state lately, I, 25-year-old male, recently purchased a parasol, which I use frequently. I wilt in high heat and humidity, but it has been a lifesaver. I've stayed cool and haven't gotten sunburned once this summer. The issue is that every time I take out my parasol, my girlfriend Jen, 24-year-old female, groans audibly. She hates it. She says it makes it look like a wimp. In response, I've made it clear that if she doesn't like it, she's free to walk a few steps ahead of me when we're in public. She's taken me up on this frequently. Now a few weeks ago, I was invited to a barbecue at her folks house to meet her family for the first time. The day of the barbecue was yesterday. In the morning, Jen sat me down and told me that under no circumstances was I to take out my parasol. She reiterated this point multiple times. She didn't even want me to bring it, but folded when I said I would just use it to walk to the car. We got to the barbecue and everything was going fine. I met her mother, father, and brothers. Soon after the barbecue started, though, I realized that although everyone was friendly, it wasn't quite my vibe. They offered me a beer multiple times, even though I was driving and were extremely boisterous. Think, guy crushing a beer can on his head? The heat was also getting uncomfortable. At first, a tree in their yard provided shade, but that didn't last. Eventually, I decided I wanted my parasol. I excused myself, an action with Jen saw and responded to with a panicked look. I mouthed, bathroom, to her. Then I walked to the car and retrieved it. I went back outside and opened it up which stopped her father and brother's conversation. Her father asked what I was holding. I said it was a parasol. He informed me it wasn't going to rain. I told him it was for sun protection. He laughed loudly which got Jen's attention again. She ran over and first tried to thank me for getting it for her, attempting to pass it off as hers, but I informed them that it was mine. Jen gave me a look of pure desperation. Her father began laughing himself silly about it and yelled to his wife about taking him to buy a pink frilly one at the mall. I didn't get the joke but her brothers found it in the follow up joke of him prancing around with a grill spatula held like an umbrella to be hilarious. Eventually I put it away when it got darker. I thought everything was fine by then as the jokes had ceased. But on our way back to the car, Jen basically ran ahead of me, not responding to any of my comments. A minute or so after I started driving, she shouted at me saying she asked for one dang thing, but I couldn't even do that. She ignored me the rest of the way home. That was a few hours ago. Was I really a jerk? I just wanted my parasol. OP is definitely not the jerk. I just don't get it. Why would you despise your partner or audibly groan at the parasol? It's not something that I would practice. But if I were with somebody that wanted to have a parasol because they're conscious about the sun, I wouldn't judge them for that, I wouldn't shame them for that. I don't get this weird, like, emasculation mindset all these people are coming from. OP's such a wimp because they can't handle a little ultraviolet radiation. What's next? You gonna chug some copper tone? Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling my mom selfish and telling her it will be her fault when the baby dies? I, female 28, just had my first, a beautiful baby boy, two weeks. He is the light of my life, and both my husband, male 30, and I are overjoyed. My mom, female 61, lives overseas and came to help out with the new baby. She is a doting grandma, but tends to do things her way, so there have been a few hiccups. The pediatrician was very clear that no one should kiss the baby other than my husband and I, The baby's little immune system is too weak and god forbid he gets something i was very clear about this to my mom who was resistant but i was firm and told her no holding the baby at all unless she agrees to no kissing so no kissing was agreed yesterday i walked into the nursery to find my mom kissing the baby and generally playing with him i was so upset how long had she been doing this behind my back My mom justified it by saying that the baby was now two weeks old and nothing bad had happened, so we could start building his immune system. She also said rules like these were why so many children had allergies nowadays. I took the baby from my mom and called her a selfish cow. I told her that when the baby dies from a preventable disease, it will be her fault and hers alone. I may have gone a bit far. I told her she was lucky I wasn't kicking her out, and the only reason I wasn't is because she has no place else to go. As I type this, my mom is busy packing her bags because she's clearly not welcome in her grandchild's life and moaning about how she'll never have a bond with him. She found out in all of this to text my aunt, female 65, who called to tell me that I should be ashamed of myself and that my son should count his blessings that he has a loving grandmother. Now I wonder if I was a bit intense and probably could have been a bit more relaxed. So was I the jerk? Yeah, I just don't think OP's the jerk here. If I'm told by the doctor, hey, watch out who's kissing this baby, try not to spread anything for at least X amount of time, I'm gonna be equally livid too if I told somebody turn around and they're doing that exact thing I told them not to do. Not only that, but like, stuff like this is why apparently like 80% of the population has herpes. I just feel bad for all of the babies who had no choice.